0: Welcome to episode 75 of the X-Files Retrospective Podcast, released through Bureau 42. I'm your host, Blaine Dowler. This time around, we are looking at Hell Money. So this is season three, episode 19, original air date March 29th, 1996. The IMDb user score is 7.2 out of 10, and the action primarily takes place in California. So the basic rundown of this is that it is really more crime drama, and it's not necessarily what you think of when you think of an X-Files episode. There's no supernatural elements or anything like that. It's not terribly surprising, given that it was written by Jeff Vlaming. This is Vlaming's second episode, After Too Shy, which was, you know, the the fat-sucking vampire. But looking at Vlaming's other credits, we've got Northern Exposure, we've got Murder in Small Town X, Numbers, some of the new Battlestar Galactica, and a lot from Hannibal. So a lot of them are crime and criminal related, some with supernatural elements, but a lot of them are more on the procedural side. Now It was directed by Tucker Gates, whose X-Files resume is also fairly limited. This is his first of two episodes for the series. The second one will be coming up next season. But he also directed an episode of Buffy, an episode of Angel, an episode of Roswell. His recurring jobs were on The Job, Skin, five episodes of Alias. Seven Episodes of Lost, also known for Bates Motel, where he directed 15 episodes, American Dreams. So again, two quality people, but they are more leaning towards the crime drama than the supernatural, which again is what this episode is all about. In this one, Mulder and Scully are called in for a series of unusual deaths, all involving cremation of people of Chinese background while still living. And this is the first time that there was enough left in the crematorium for them to follow up and pursue it. When they get called in, Mulder's actually the one who's aware of this being a larger phenomenon. You know, the local PD are aware of three, but Mulder says, no, this has actually happened 11 times in the past few years, but scattered across the country. What happens here seems to be very local. There's a Chinese mafia running a game where people pay in each month, the pot keeps increasing, and when they, you know, pull names out of the hat or out of a vase that was created for the show, you know, first you figure out who's going to pull it, and then when they pull out the prize, it could be an eye, it could be a heart, it could be some part of the body, which they then have to donate to organ donors. The people playing the game are under the belief that they have a chance to win this lot, and it's not until the very end that it's confirmed, although it is probably suspected by the audience very early on, that the whole game is rigged. And they're really just harvesting organs and making a killing from people who are desperate. The main victim that we see here is a man whose daughter has just been diagnosed with leukemia, and he desperately needs the money to get her treatment for her cancer. Now, his daughter is probably the most notable of the guest stars, and this is rife with Before They Are Stars and another recognizable one again. His daughter is played by Lucy Liu, still credited as Lucy Alexis Liu. So this is her 11th acting job, although a lot of the earlier ones, if they've got names, it's because they were looking for someone of Chinese descent, or at least Eastern Asian descent, to fill in the roles. But obviously Lucy Liu's career hasn't really slowed down. She's currently starring as Watson in elementary. She's also known for Kill Bill, Lucky Number Slevin, and Kung Fu Panda, according to the IMDB. Now that's on top of Charlie's Angels and everything else she's been in, including Ally McBeal. 86 acting credits to her name, including regular roles on a number of TV series. Now, the other Before They Were Stars case is B.D. Wong. He plays the San Francisco officer who's trying to help Mulder and Scully, although Mulder and Scully treat him the whole time like he's slowing things down and not really doing his job, and they you know, accuse him of dragging his heels and not participating, and he gets his backup. They accuse him of this before the audience really sees concrete evidence of this, although it does turn out that he's being paid under the table by the mafia to prevent police from connecting the dots and ending this crime wave. Now, B.D. Wong is listed being best known for Law & Order Special Victims Unit, where he's played Dr. George Huang on 230 episodes. He was also one of the scientists in Jurassic Park. He's in Jurassic World. Played a part in Mulan. Bureau 42 listeners might know him as Hugo Strange on the new Gotham series, amongst quite a few other credits. And then the hard-faced man, or one of the doctors who's running this whole scam, is played by James Hong, who was in Blade Runner, Mulan, Kung Fu Panda 1 and 2, but he's got 412 acting credits to his name, dating back to 1954 with Dragonfly Squadron. He was a, had an uncredited role in the original Godzilla, he was in The New Adventures of Charlie Chan, he's best known to some people as... The guy who was working in the Chinese restaurant calling Seinfeld 4 in that episode. So there's no shortage of series that had him, often in multiple roles. He was in nine episodes of Kung Fu as a number of different characters. He was in a number of episodes of Hawaii Five O as different characters. He was one of the first very capable and hardworking actors of Chinese descent in the LA area. So when they need someone of that descent, he's been something of a go-to just because... (laughs) I mean, not only do he start early, but he's guaranteed to do the job well. So he's got loads of credits in that respect. As far as trivia and the long-term story, there's not a lot to cover here. It's not a terrible episode. There are stronger ones. I think it's one of the weaker episodes in season three, but as season three is one of the strongest seasons in the series, even a weak episode in this season is still a good episode. It's it's decent. It's not terrible. I was find it doesn't contribute anything to the overall mythos. There's no supernatural element of any kind. I mean, sure, there's people who see ghosts, but they could be hallucinations, particularly since some of the ghosts they see are of people who are still alive, and we know that. So I just find it's sadly a very forgettable episode. That is not true of our next episode when we take a look at Jose Chong's From Outer Space, which is yet another comedic episode written by Darren Morgan, so more on that in a couple weeks' time. Now remember, following the end of season three, We are going to be shifting to a monthly schedule, but each month we'll be covering an entire disc of the DVD or Blu-rays. And again, it's just a time management thing that will be announced in more detail following the last episode of the unofficial 75 Greatest Marvels Countdown podcast that comes out every Wednesday until June 1st. So feel free to rate this at any of the shows you listen to on iTunes and on Stitcher. It really does help the shows get noticed. Please share links with your friends if you think they may be interested. And finally, thank you for listening. Intro and outro music is Outside Pool Side by Laswell, created under the Creative Commons license. All other content is copyright 2016, Bureau 42. Please feel free to send any comments or feedback to Bureau42Podcasts at gmail.com or leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher. Thank you for listening.